May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God has got green fingers. Last week, we looked at how we hear the voice of the shepherd calling us to conversion. Our relationship now moves to that very, very close and intimate relationship of abiding with Christ in the image of the vine and the vine grower, the gardener, the vine dresser. The image of the vine, for those who would have heard this story, this parable, uh, this image uh, in that, that first century, for the Jews it would have resonated very strongly with that ancient image of Israel being the vine and God planting the vine and caring for it and building a wall around it and a tower and a winepress. It would have resonated in a very different way for them as it does for us because not many of us, generally speaking, live very, very close to a vine. But those who are uh, into viticulture and are vintners will uh, have a great passion for their vines. Uh, I spent the last week reading about vine growing and and, uh, viticulture and going on YouTube and seeing uh, videos on how to care for a vine and how to look after a a vineyard and how to make wine and how to ferment wine. And uh, so if if it all collapses at the cathedral, I'll open a little shop, uh, uh, Canon Farrow's Special Wine. I'm not sure whether it'll taste like vinegar or not, but you've got to be very careful. What I did see was a great passion for those who were involved in viticulture. They almost had a personal relationship with their vine plants. They almost loved them. I think the uh, viticulturists were talking to their vine plants long before we started talking to our potted plants on our windowsill. I hope you do do that. In my moments, and I see my plants and attend to them, I talk to them and encourage them to grow. The vine plant is a very, very emotive image of abiding in Christ and God being the gardener. There's a piece of writing called The Wisdom from the World of Vintners, and there's this very lovely sentence I read this week. A vine is like a human life, and a vintner like a mother who tends to her children. The vintners have a strong familial connection with their vines. And of course, they are a commercial venture. But for them, it goes beyond that. And for us, when we see the image of the vine, Christ, the true vine, we the branches, and God the vine dresser, we see not a commodity, but characteristics. It is about becoming and being Christ-like. Abiding in Christ, the true vine, means to have his life flowing through our life. What is this fruit that God is looking for? that God, the gardener, the vine dresser, the vine grower, is attempting to achieve 
in us, the branches? Well, first of all, it is about us staying connected to the vine, our relationship to Christ. It's not so much the pruning for the vintner, the, 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 the vine dresser, but it's the anticipation. It's the hopes for more abundant and more fruitfulness. Uh, some years ago, I had some friends who had a grapevine in a greenhouse in their garden. And the actual roots of the vine plant were outside the greenhouse. And slowly as the plant had grown, they'd built the greenhouse around this vine plant. And the branches were inside the greenhouse and the roots were outside. And they spent weeks and weeks preparing that vine for fruitfulness. They would go along the branches and as the fruit began to grow, they would strip down the small grapes and allow the larger grapes to grow. And it was about increasing productivity, but it was also about the quality of the fruit. It was a work of art. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was almost poetry in motion to watch them with great intent and carefulness, with these long uh, scissor instruments these, that vine growers used to nip out the, the uh, fruit that they felt would not come to full fruition and allow these bunch of grape to grow and grow and grow and grow. Thankfully, towards the end of the season, I was often the recipient of a very beautiful bunch of dark red grapes. And their attention to that vine meant that these grapes were beautifully flavoured, were of a great quantity, it spoke about the abundance of God. The church in recent years has begun to emphasize growth, perhaps in a way that it has never done before. This metaphor of pruning is suggesting that we grow by being cut back. It appears to be a diminishment. It appears very brutal. It appears quite frightening. It appears that it is a lessening of ourselves, a cutting back, a pruning. The branches that don't bear fruit, that are cut off, are thrown into the fire. It's a very, very brutal image. But the gardener knows that to prune back only serves to increase fruit bearing, to increase flourishing. It's a dynamic that goes against the values of today. In the church, we can be drawn into belief and practice that we must, at all costs, increase our numbers. At all costs. We must be abundant in everything. But it is the image of the seed. Jesus spoke about a grain of wheat falling to the ground and dying. But if it doesn't do this, it remains alone. But if it does do it, it bears much fruit. There's a sense in which the church has become too anxious to grow that it's almost not growing because of that. It's become too self-obsessed with growth. It needs to allow God to prune us, to attend to us, to garden us. And if we allow God to do that with us, we will bear much fruit because it's within our nature as the church to grow. But to be too anxious about it, I believe we will be stunted in our growth. 
Jesus said, I am the true vine, and you are the branches. How do you feel about how the church treats you as one of the branches? Do you feel like a commodity to be used by the church institution? Do you feel like somebody who is just coming and giving your time and your money and your talents to prop up the church institution, nay, even the cathedral institution? Or do you feel that you are being tended, that you are being cared for, and at those times of pruning, the move is to get you to be more fruitful for Christ? Perhaps it's not the quantity of our fruit we should be looking at, but the quality of the fruit that we bear. Jesus is not talking about or demanding productivity. He wants and he offers connection, relationship, and intimacy with him. In other words, our relationship with Christ as individuals, being grafted into him, the true vine. It is about belonging to that community of the church. We are all branches together, growing towards being fruitful for Christ. It is about that image of the body of Christ. The fruit of this vine is to be offered to the world in service and witness to God's grace, not just to prop up an institution, to ensure that we are paying our way, to ensure that we are keeping the roof over our heads, to ensure that we're keeping the cathedral vision going at all costs. It is about witnessing to God's grace in our lives, to the nature of Christ and his personality being shown through what we do and what we say, when people make connections with us here as a congregation and as individuals, do they see something of the fruit of Jesus Christ? Are they drawn to be part of that true vine? This is where we belong, grafted into the vine, tended by the Father, producing fruit for the world, to his glory. It is a process of change. It is not easy to come under the care of God the Father as the gardener. I want to leave you with three questions to think about. And I promise I'll think about it in the weeks ahead. First, how am I abiding in Christ? How does this happen for me? How do I receive my sustenance from Jesus Christ, the true vine? Is it through my Sunday worship? Is it through my personal prayer and devotion? Is it through attending to the sacrament of the Eucharist? What is it for you that you draw from the strength of Christ as the true vine? Secondly, what does the gardener need to attend to in my life? What is there in my life that the gardener needs to deal with? 
I'll not give you any examples from my life because I already know and I hope God will deal with them and I'll not ask you to tell me either. That's for you and your secret heart with God. What will you allow the gardener to do in your life to make you more like Christ? And then, where is the evidence of the fruit? How like Christ am I becoming? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.